Welcome to the Queer Arabs podcast. This is Alia. And Ellie. And we are the Queer Arabs. I'm Saudi American and a lesbian. I'm bi-trans Lebanese and we are here recording here in Houston and... And in Edmonton, Can- in Canada, um, with Fatima. Fatima, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for providing me this opportunity. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we when we started talking, um, you mentioned that there's some stuff that went down in Edmonton recently with Pride. And I hadn't heard about it, but um, you got me curious and I was reading some articles about what had gone on and why Edmonton canceled Pride. Um, and it'll be really good to hear your perspective since you were there and you like mm-hmm. you but, witnessed this. But and, first, for us woefully uninformed people, tell us what went down. All right. Uh, so before I start, I would like to just do a land acknowledgement. Uh, I would like to take this opportunity and acknowledge that I'm on Treaty 6 territory and it's a traditional meeting and ground and home for many indigenous peoples, including Cree, Solo, Nitsipi, Blackfoot, Métis, uh, and Nakoda Sioux people. All right. So, uh, what happened? I, if I, I will track it back to last year Pride. Uh, so last year during Pride Parade, the Pride was interrupted by two groups. They're from here in Edmonton, uh, there are awesome organizations. One organization is called Shades of Color, YEG, and the other one is called Radica Now. Uh, so they interrupted Pride last year because they've been trying to get in touch and communicate with the Pride Festival uh, organization, like the committee, in order to basically uh, address few concerns uh, to include and include like people of color, presence of the police, like protesting that kind of thing. But for many months, from my understanding, there is like nothing back. We didn't like they didn't hear anything back from uh, the Pride Festival Committee. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's why the protest took place last year. Okay. And uh, they, uh, these two organizations presented few demands, basically trying to make Pride secure and safe for folks of color, Indigenous Brown, the people of color, and also, you know, the police presence. So that was that. Uh, fast forward to this year. Uh, this year, the Pride Festival here in Edmonton, the committee invited both Shades of Color, YEG, and the other organization, Radica Now, uh, to discuss those demands, basically. Yeah. So one of the demands was to hold a vigil to remember the people that we have lost in the whole process of, you know, Pride and how yeah. Pride stars. Just we wanted to remember these folks. So Shades of Color uh, and Rarka on their Instagram, they reached out. They wanted support from the rest of the community. Hey, allies or people of color, indigenous brown people of color who are within the community. If you want to show up, come give us support. Uh, as far as I knew, it was a public meeting. So I called my friend and uh, we decided to show up. I go there and my friend is waiting and uh, she tells me that were banned or we can't go in the meeting it was in a uh in a hall rent like they rented a room in a hall and apparently we can't get in because they kept t- telling us a few different things we had somebody from the board of directors of festival of the pride festival tell us that we can't come in because we don't have memberships so huh. we decided okay like we're gonna get memberships how do we go about that and then 
that person told us that uh, there's a 21 waiting, like a 21 days waiting period. So we were oh. like, okay, let's do that. We can wait for 21 days. No. And then they said, no, that we, we can't uh, postpone the meeting. We have to get it done. So no, sorry. Oh, anyway. Wow. Yeah, among us, good thing there were some folks there uh, that did have memberships. So they were able to get in. One of them, actually, they got in, looked inside, and they were like, okay, there's less than 15 people. And they used the whole room capacity thing as an excuse also to not let us in besides the membership. So that person went in and said, hey, from the window, they were telling us, hey, there, this room has less than 15 people and it could definitely hold us. Wow. Still, we weren't allowed. And then they hired security, like they hired guards to, to security people to basically prevent us from coming into the building. What? And yeah, that was that was unexpected. They went way uh, <laughs> yeah, above like, and beyond there to make sure, I guess, that we we can't get in, even though like Shades of Color and Rarikanel were invited. So I, I don't remember how we managed to get into the building. And like when you go into the lobby, like the entrance, there is like a set of stairs that take you upstairs to the to the different rooms. Mm -hmm. uh, so there was there was maybe like roughly I don't know maybe forty of us ish. Uh, actually, yeah. no, maybe like thirty or forty of us. So we were we were getting inside, helping each other getting inside, and my friend and I were the last people that were got in, and we were standing on the stairs, and everybody else was like in front of us. Yeah. And then I, I look behind me and I see like two police cars and then the third one joins them and I'm like, what's happening? So again, being a person of color, you don't want to see that. You're you're like trained to fear the police and not like the police just because I've never had a, any positive interaction with the police. So I mm -hmm. freaked out. I, I panicked and I told everybody in front of me that, hey, uh, cops are here. Uh, oh good God. thing we had some like great allies some white allies they were comfortable enough to go and talk to the police so they went outside while we stayed inside uh and then they tried to sort it out the police wow so yeah so the police were called on us on indigenous brown and people of color wow that are part of the community so what was okay why did they feel they had to call the police after you just asked if you could go into the meeting like that's all you did yeah so see that's that's what i don't understand because yeah. later on later on on their twitter they said that the meeting had to be moved due to safety concerns so i i don't know what what safety what was concern. the what was the danger that they were referring like we, to yeah we were not protesting we were not doing anything we were just there we were uh, again, Shades of Color and Rarica were invited and they wanted support from the community. So what the rest the of us hell? showed up. Yeah. yeah. Just to for people who are like us, who are new to um, these organizations, can you talk a little bit about what Shades of Color is? What Give a summary of like what the organization does. Uh, yeah, for sure. So uh, just a disclaimer, I'm not part of Shades of Color or Rarica okay. now. But I've I've been I've been to some of their events and meetings. Like they they recently had a fundraiser. I've talked to a few folks that are involved with uh with these two organizations. Uh, Shades of Color is basically a 
it's it's an advocacy group okay. uh, for queer, trans, brown, indigenous people of color in Edmonton. Yeah. And Rarica would be uh, a bit of a bigger organization. Uh, so they're fighting for rights for refugees here in Canada. Okay. Oh. And they've been working together. Yeah. yeah. Both sound like amazing organizations. Yeah, like the people that yeah. they're involved with the with these two organizations, they're such lovely folks. I've talked to them. Uh, they've been doing such great things within the community here and mad respect to these folks. A uh, small note for our international listeners. The reason police and communities of color and refugees traditionally have not gotten on well in the United States and Canada. In the United States, there is a long history of police brutality against mm-hmm people of color, immigrants, queer people. Pride was originally... um, Canada as well. Yeah. Pride was originally a riot against the police raid on a gay bar. Stonewall, Mm -hmm. you may have heard of it. Mm -hmm. So the fact that police and military folks being included as a part of Pride is still somewhat too very controversial with some folks, myself included. Yeah, and you know the problem, Elia and Alia, the theme of this year, Pride, was supposed to be Stonewall. That, right, that was it's the, the 50th anniversary, Exactly, right? like, so that was the theme yeah. this year here in Edmonton, but yet the police yeah. were called on Indigenous, Brown, people of color. Just standing outside a meeting room. Basically, yeah, like we were stranded outside the building for a bit, and then finally yeah. we got in. But it gets better, actually, so... They told us that the meeting was canceled and we should go home. Few members of the like the board of directors were coming down the stairs and it was like a set like a tiny set of stairs so people were like squeezing by me and my friend between us. Mm-hmm. And this person, he while he passed us, he basically mumbled and I didn't hear him, but then I looked at my friend I'm like what did he say because I just had a feeling that it wasn't something good. And she she told me that basically he said, uh, get a life, you fucking losers. Like what he told heck? us that exactly. And I'm like, this is this is privilege because a white man, you know, like a gay white man saying that to a bunch of people of color is just privilege. Yeah. Uh, I did my research and that person happened to be the partner of the co-chair of the board of directors of like the Pride Festival. Oh, fuck. No. Yeah. No yeah. fucking way. Yeah. So they they told us the meeting was canceled, and you know, luckily one of the folks that is also a board member, his name is Boyd. He's a two spirit indigenous person. He was there, and then he stayed behind. And I don't think he was okay with the whole thing. And I I'm not really sure how we found out that the meeting was actually not canceled, but moved to their office. Ah, uh, it's so smooth. Yeah. So okay. So we organized, like we we carpooled together to their office. Luckily, it wasn't very far from the hall. And again, like that board of direct, like that member of the board of director Boyd was there. I guess we were trying to get into the building again with Boyd. Like Boyd had every right to be there. Like he is a member, and wow. we couldn't get in. Like the front door was locked. The back door was locked. So we stayed outside with Boyd because uh, members of Shades of Color and members of Rarica had 
speeches prepared to okay. to basically yeah to, like to share with with the pride festival committee but because they didn't have an opportunity to share it so she they shared it with us and when i got home i think i remember on twitter the edmonton pride festival said that basically they had to move the meeting for safety concerns and the meeting was considered unofficial because some members didn't attend yeah the fact that they locked again an indigenous two-spirit person right who is also a member like the fact that they locked him out that also like speaks volumes you know it does yeah it truly does um ellie what is the term that we've heard about like other pride committees not pinkwashing uh rainbow washing is that related no it's or like my... no i am um, no you're thinking like when they use uh i think you're thinking of the term when they are using basically pride as a fundraising point for whatever the reasons are and it doesn't really oh, okay. go to pride or okay yeah okay, sorry. sorry i was getting mixed up uh well i guess i i don't know if there's a term for it that like this is gonna bug me but anyway mm. i've heard this is such an issue with many pride like in many pride contexts where mm-hmm. yeah the queer people of color are just left to the side and like to be you know not included and marginalized even more than they already are um just Mm -hmm. as queer people um and this is really sad to hear about um i want to read the statement that was put on the edmonton website um and Mm -hmm. it's very vague it doesn't give any explanation and it's from the board of directors it's just signed board of directors edmonton pride festival society so Mm -hmm. for the listeners um it is with heavy hearts that we inform you that the board of directors has voted to cancel the 2019 edmonton pride festival in light of the current political and social climate it's been determined that any attempt to host a festival will not be successful uh, please keep in mind that we are a not-for-profit organization run almost solely by volunteers it's always been the goal of the edmonton pride festival society to host a safe and enjoyable event that is as reflective and encompassing of the entire community as possible. However, given current events, we don't feel that this is attainable for this year. We'll be releasing further information via select media sources over the next week that will hopefully provide answers to the many questions you undoubtedly have. We greatly appreciate all the support you've given to the Edmonton Pride Festival Society. We sincerely apologize for any upset and inconvenience this causes. We would like to use this opportunity to remind you that there are many other excellent LGBT2 Spirit Plus organizations that will be putting on Pride events during the month of June. Before we started this episode, I read that and that immediately set off red flags for me because I thought it's clearly intentionally vague, first off. Mm -hmm. Uh, The fact that it talks about we try to make this inclusive of everyone but you know just that phrase that phrase this feels mm-hmm. like a corporate like basically corporate damage control almost for like, it does yeah yes yeah. exactly like it's just such a standard form letter type thing that doesn't it it doesn't say anything it doesn't address anything other than say yeah stuff's canceled we'll we'll talk to people later right yeah yeah, yeah. exactly and upon the release of that statement i felt like you know, sometimes say when a kid, I don't know, like, let's say you you were trying to convince a kid to do something and, yeah. you know, like you, you took their, their toy away from them and they were like, fine, I don't want to, you know, play with that toy. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. It sounded just like that. I felt like it, it felt like that, you know, that they're mm-hmm. like, okay, fine. We don't want to deal with this. Right. So we're just going to yeah. cancel the whole thing. Exactly. Rather than address the shortcomings we clearly have and the mm-hmm. issues we clearly need to address. Like we can't, I don't know. It's just them trying to push aside a very important topic or issue that has been an, a problem within many pride contexts for years and years and years. Yeah, it's really unfortunate that this is mm-hmm. the solution they saw. Uh, and supposedly there was an agreement that going, they said there was an agreement earlier on about like the police and military not being a part of pride. What was that about? Yeah, I, to be honest, I'm not really sure. So the last year, uh, uh, Shades of Color and Rarica uh, presented from, if I remember correctly, they presented three demands. And in order to move on with the parade, the Pride Committee basically, you know, like agreed to those demands just mm-hmm. to have the parade, you know, move on and go on. And then after that, they wanted to continue the conversation. But from my understanding, nothing ever happened. Oh, so. Wow yeah okay so last year there was a protest and was that during the pride parade or at a different context it was yeah it was actually yeah like the pride parade was stopped for about 30 minutes okay. uh, i wasn't there first time i don't go to pride and that happened oh but yeah, uh-huh. yeah but my friends who've been there they told me that, that pride that was interrupted for 30 minutes and uh, there was a lot of mixed feelings about it like from the the community in general mm-hmm. uh one of my co-worker i remember hearing him say when somebody asked him oh how was pride yesterday and he's like oh it was awful they stopped it and i'm like of course like you know you're a white gay man like you know this mm-hmm. this is like not a big issue for you um it reminds me of the black lives matter protests and how here um and how people were like oh traffic was so bad like i was so inconvenienced and you know yeah. It's like people who weren't affected by um, police brutality, it was so easy for them to be like, oh, it's so inconvenient for me. Yeah. Um, rather than say, okay, maybe I can be delayed a few minutes of my day to allow people to speak up about something that's literally killing people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, it sounds like that dynamic where people, your coworker being, it sucked, we had to wait 30 minutes. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, I feel like we still need to remind people that Pride didn't start as like a big, gigantic parade. Like it was a protest. Yeah. But a lot of folks within the community, sadly, they just forget that they to them Pride is just a big party. And I agree. Yeah. Like, you know, feel free to celebrate, but just remember how it started. Right. And what the real meaning is. Exactly. And especially, yeah, especially this year, you would think 50th anniversary, it should get people to think about what happened 50 years ago and what the purpose of this whole thing is, rather than just like, hush, hush, brush it under the rug. Let's cancel it. Yeah, I I thought we were past that, but apparently we're not. That's heartbreaking. And how long have you lived in Edmonton for a long time? Uh, Yeah, I would say probably like under 10 years. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So you've been to... I've been... been, Yeah. So you've been to like a bunch of prides there. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Are they... Is it a pretty big, big event in Edmonton? It is, yeah. It's it's fairly a big thing, especially like within maybe the last few years. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's been very big. Uh, There's a lot of 
I guess, little events that pop up around the same time, like whether they're related to, you know, like the Pride Committee, like the festival or okay. not related. Yeah. 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 So there, there are a lot of places now that they're still going to continue the festivities and like, you know, whatever they had planned for events, despite the whole thing with the parade or sorry, the Pride being canceled. So, yeah, so, so to be clear, Pride is not canceled, just the parade. This, Basically, yeah. This sounds like yeah. Beirut all over again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Different context. Totally different exactly, circumstances. Different, yeah. Yeah, but I was like, yeah, just just to be clear, you know, people are still doing their things, they're still having fun, it's just no march. The official Pride committee being like, we're not going to hold a thing. Yeah. It sounds like yeah. everything else has to be done by other people or other organizations well i mean exactly. everyone else is i mean there's still going to be the usual pride parties there's still going to be the educational workshops there's still going to be all the fundraisers and fun just no parade exactly yeah like they're the gay bar here we have one gay bar in edmonton and okay. uh, yeah. they're they're gonna have their events i think drag shows and whatnot there are other individuals i guess i don't know like there's like four different events that they're trying to organize like pride like okay. four or six yeah so there's like different folks that are trying to do their own thing uh but so far i don't know if any, there's anything official yet so since they've issued that statement how long ago was that um it said like yeah. april something it was this month i, I don't remember april or 4th last month yeah, april sorry. 4th and as of this, this the, yeah when the, the cops were called yeah oh when the cops were called yeah okay. yeah and right now it is may 1st uh, at the time of this recording so it's been quite a while and have like no progress on this i haven't heard anything uh to be honest with you yeah, we, yeah I, I guess was looking forward to i was like wait was there yeah. to this it's just things been very busy i guess in this province uh we just had our provincial elections oh wow. and okay. yeah and and then things been been i guess very busy uh we we have yeah. like a new government now to be honest with you I, I don't know if things are getting better just because the government in power now is united uh conservative party so oh and and they're it like does not they're sound not, promising yeah they're like they're a bit homophobic too so uh, yeah so there's a, there's uh, a lot going on right now in in, in this province <sighs> unfortunately we relate to that living in texas that's really yeah. That's really unfortunate. Um, yeah, it's interesting enough that Edmonton is basically compared, or like this province is compared to Texas. Like we we often hear that this is the Texas of really? Canada. Actually. Uh, oh my God. That's a little <laughs> trippy. That's trippy. Right? Yeah, and maybe, I wonder if it's like, like here, Houston is kind of a blue bubble. Um, it's like mm -hmm. liberal, it's more liberal and, but the state as a whole, as you know, is what it is. Yeah, I would say Edmonton is because uh, in in the this uh, provincial elections, like uh, Edmonton, were were mostly voting for the uh, the new Democratic Party. Okay, uh, they're very so. progressive. So it's just the other rural rural areas that were all conservative and oh. yeah. So you yeah. yeah, you totally get that the same dynamic up there. Exactly. It sounds like. Yeah, so you haven't heard any more word from the board of directors or anything. It was and just like that statement and then radio silence. Yeah, like wow. just Yeah, I uh, well, 
one of the board of directors for some reason they disabled all their all of their social media after all of this and i was just wondering and i'm like okay like is that because you know she's embarrassed or is it because like like what's going on or like did they actually or did she actually uh delete me from social media but then it was just i guess maybe they needed a break but yeah not so far nothing like i haven't heard from anybody I wonder if there's like some infighting going on there because it sounds like um, at least Boyd wasn't on board with this and yeah and I'm wondering if they decided well I've got the passwords I'm taking my ball and going home hmm. I wonder I'm not really sure yeah but yeah within within with all of that happening uh, the I think the Edmonton Two Spirit Society I'm not really sure if that's what they're called but um, yeah. they've been they've been they hosted recently a potluck and invited uh, Shades of Color and then invited Rarica and then, you know, basically members of the community and just wanted to discuss things. At least, you know, like, we're working. They're working with each other, so that's good. Okay, that's promising. Yeah. And have the two groups done anything since then or put out any statements? Uh, yes and no. So, yes, lately uh, Shades of Color and Rarica been very busy uh fundraising for an individual who is who was facing deportation this individual is like a refugee so her name is i think joffrey her name is joffrey or jeffrey i'm not really sure how to pronounce it but either way she's from uganda and she was deported last night like yesterday oh and shades of color and radica were were with with her till the very end basically like you know they hired a lawyer they're still yeah. paying the fees and everything but uh she wasn't granted you know like the refugee status and had to be deported yesterday unfortunately so they basically they're done with the case they're done with this so i think maybe they're they're trying to see what's next i know that right. they're they're basically trying to pay off all the fees for the lawyer so they're probably focusing just on that yeah understandable wow they have yeah. a lot going on right now oh my god Holy yeah crap. and that was and that was like one of the things too like uh she was there uh joffrey was there during the whole thing on the on april 4th and i got to uh listen to her story it was very heartbreaking it was it was very terrible like i i hope that she's okay in uganda but to be honest it's it it sounded very bad Oh my god. The situation, I mean, just hearing the surface of it already sounds mm -hmm. awful. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, like, do you know of any other Pride events that are going to happen this year or not, or not yet? From my understanding, I think, I don't know if this is still going to happen. There were some people that wanted to basically organize a march, just kind of like take Pride back to its, like, roots. Awesome, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, so that that would be really good. I hope that you know that happens. Yeah, that would. Um, but be, other than that, I'm not good. really sure. Yeah, it would. Yeah. It would be really good. And I feel like the right people would be involved in something like that. Yeah, people, people who understand what pride is about and are willing exactly. to remember that. Yeah, yeah, like none of that, you know, big floats and banks and you know, like. Oh my yeah. god, the corporate sponsorship of pride is getting absurd. Okay, so that's yeah. rainbow washing, right? Is yeah, that what rainbow would... washing means? It's somewhat. It's more like okay. when they when they use those opportunities to promote themselves under the guise of pride. 
exactly see this is this is my problem with these these big corporates it's like what do you do for the rest of the year how do you support us how do you support our community the rest of the year not just like during that one day exactly not just when you have like a big audience who you can advertise to yeah so one day a year so for those of you who are not familiar um for example in houston we have a pretty big pride march and festival and at the festival um, corporations and community groups are are allowed to uh, have booths, you know, pass out whatever they want, uh, informational pamphlets, condoms, swag, what have you. Pretty, usually, it's a pretty good time, mm-hmm. but like every year, you're gonna you're seeing like more and more beer ads, more and more condom and lube ads, more you know sponsored by Bank of whatever. And I'm like, we're now corporate sponsored Pride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like. How's that going out there? Is like, is has it gotten that corporate out there in Edmonton? Exactly. Yeah, it's it's been very it's it's been like that. Yeah, like you see big banks and you know big corporate well marching and then with their floats and everything. And and again, like sadly, there is still some people that do want to see the police and military presence in Pride mm. too. So so yeah, so you 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 have you have supporters. People yes. want it. Yeah, make it that's always a corporate, so, yeah. That's always so bizarre to me. Like, in Houston Pride, like, I remember not, like, not even 20 years ago when the police used to not ever come by, like, the gay area in Houston called Montrose. Like, mm-hmm. it was almost completely unpoliced. And, yeah, it's cleaned up since then, but people remember that shit. It's not like this is old news yet. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. And while I get, like, having police at pride as police but not like as participants yeah i get that mm-hmm. but i also sort of draw the line as having police the police department have their like own booth or like march in the parade because it's just like, exactly cause... yeah like i i i also yeah i i'm the same like i have a problem with the uniform like let's say you know you're you're a queer police officer and you want to be there there's other where other ways that you can participate like how about come as a civilian, you know, maybe wear a shirt that says queer and cop, proud to be queer and cop or something like you can still show your pride, but like right. in different ways without, you know, the the uniform. Yeah, like, that would make people actually feel like they could approach you. Yeah, exactly. And safer. Without, yeah, without yeah. the whole vestments and authority of the state going on. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So true. But but again, uh, I don't know, like as of lately there's a local drag queen uh that was serving an inspector part of the police here in edmonton at the the place that they work at like the cafe restaurant place Mm -hmm. and they had basically an interesting conversation that basically this inspector inspector uh jonathan coglin his name uh had basically a lot of opinions they talked about antifa and talked about their protests and basically, uh, this inspector believed that queer people of color here in the community are violent and that our protests are unnecessary. And he was uh, frustrated with having the police, having to police these protests. And he wished, you know, mm-hmm. he wished that we would stop standing up to Nazis. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then, oh, it gets better too. And then Jesus. basically... He he believes that the Pride Festival protests are wrong, and this this drag queen was saying that I can officially quote him calling members of Shade of Color and Rarica 
people of color terrorists. I can also officially no. quote him as excited to enact violence against these protesters. And then quote, they say that words are violence. That's great. That means I can take their words words as violence and respond with actual physical violence. Oh my God. So that's the big issue that, you know, basically like he sees that he sees queer, trans, brown, indigenous people of color as lesser. And I guess, like, yeah. he, I don't know, like now he's calling us terrorists. Exactly. And yeah, and, automatically yeah. saying that you're terrorists just because you're you're speaking up, like not not even violently. Yeah, oh, this is, that's terrifying. That's... Exactly. And, and then all of this is through conversation. Again, this drag queen just working at their, you know, workplace. And then this inspector just casually saying these things and bragging about how... <clears throat> Uh, you know, like the opportunity of enacting physical violence against, you oh know, God. queer, trans, brown, indigenous people of color, basically. I keep, so I need yeah. to remember, this is a reminder to me, we have Trump here, and you know, things are so bad here. And this is a reminder that this is going on in other countries, too. I mean, this is parallel to what the kind of shit that's going on in the US. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and it's interesting because, like, my friends in the Middle East are telling me we thought Canada is better. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I guess internationally it's better. But, like, things locally here, I, I don't know. They, they keep just not getting better. Yeah, that's kind of how, you know, we've always been under this impression, like, Canada is this safe haven. And, I mean, I know things aren't perfect. And I mean, it's basically a meme at this point. Oh, if the election doesn't go our way, we can always go to Canada. Yeah, people always oh, say that. Oh, please like, come here. <laughs> yeah, I know. People are people always say that. They're like, oh, well, yeah. we need to go to Canada if the election doesn't go well. But yeah, but it no, it does. It sounds like we're having parallel issues and running into the same yeah the same social and political issues right now. And it it just makes me wonder, like you know, because right now Edmonton is in within the western provinces so maybe that's why because here in the west like people are less progressive and then like if you go a little bit east then people are more liberal there maybe more progressive I I wouldn't know okay again sounds familiar (laughs) true I guess a little north little north and east north and east or west yeah. yeah far far west <laughs> yeah not even that far but yeah but i i know what you mean closer the closer it's to like the what coast are what are we it's like what are we doing in this wild conservative frontier land anyway right Seriously. yeah i know and that's the thing like now with the elections you know going south i guess i was thinking i'm like okay where, where should i move next like i can't go back to the middle east and yeah. I don't know if I want to go to the States with Trump being there. No, no, you don't want any of this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. selfishly, selfishly, I want to be like, hey, come, come hang out with us. But Aww. but yeah, I know it's not a it's not a good time, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, and you don't want any of this healthcare situation either. Just saying. Oh, yeah. I yeah, know, like our, our premier, the current premier now, the new one, uh, he is provo- he's proposing to privatize uh, the healthcare. No, no. In in this province. So I don't know how that's going to go. Uh, that's if, terrifying. Yeah. If you have no soul whatsoever, and invest in private insurance. Jeez. Uh, yeah. So messed up. Wow. This is really fascinating. Um. And terrifying. And terrifying. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I really appreciate that you're willing to talk about this and share what you know from your more like way more firsthand experience. I mean, it's hard to get accurate information we were finding. Yeah, uh, for like, like I was saying, for a lot of the things they like, a lot of the news articles were reading like on, I think it was like City 1130 or is it 1230? Uh, and they were basically like, oh, hey, Pride Parade is canceled, blah, blah, blah. Then like two thirds of the way down. Oh, and here's why. Yeah, the information's buried and it's not clear. It's not at all clear what happened. Exactly. Um, yeah, and that's not how it should be. I mean, it brushes over everything. It, and, it brushes yeah. aside the fact that people did have legitimate complaints, but certain members of the board did overreact. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, that's and yeah. that's what I gathered before this conversation, you know? Yeah. I'm like, so they called the police because they felt their safety was threatened, but yet there's like no mention whatsoever yeah, of like, I'm, violence or I'm not or really sure what anything. happened. Yeah, this that. is like yeah. this is weird. Right. It was it was very confusing. Like it was a very confusing moment. You're just like sitting there just like not doing anything. Like there is no yelling, no no threatening, nothing, none of that. Like very just peaceful gathering and then before you know it, there is like cops behind you. And yeah, it was like three police cars and then one undercover. So four oh four four like vehicles in total. But everyone dispersed peacefully and no one was arrested, correct? Yes, yeah, okay. thankfully. So this yeah. sounds like, okay, I'm not, I'm going to make a small joke at this one, but it's like, this sounds like the most Canadian police encounter ever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's I'm so funny. But it, you know what? Okay, like, not funny that I looked like I was just the whole time, like, I'm going to get arrested. I'm going to get arrested, you know, like, just telling myself that. Yeah, yeah. This is probably going to happen. But again, luckily, the the uh, allies, the white folks, just went outside. They were like, we have no problem talking to the police. We'll go talk to them. So wow. that that was, I guess, the saving grace. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to y'all's allies then. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to, shout out to yeah. white allies out there who will do this shit. I mean, like... We keep, love you. Keep doing it. Keep doing it because, unfortunately, this... It's what needs to happen still. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And also speaking of shout outs, uh, shout out to Shades of Color and Rarica. They've Hell been doing yeah. great. You know, all of this is basically like they're not getting paid to do all that. It's just them and their passion. They just want to help others. It's amazing. So that's why they had a bunch of fundraisers just to help with all these causes and also cover the fees and whatnot. So yeah, shout out to, to all the tremendous work that they've been doing. I'm so glad um, Yeah, that we know about them and We'll follow them, support them for sure. And also shout out to all of you, all of you who went and stood by the building and you were speaking up and you were trying to get answers, trying to understand what was happening, why you weren't getting access to something that you should have had mm-hmm. access to. Like this shouldn't have been a battle to exactly. be involved. And, it, this feels like it should have been problem. like a non-issue yeah. at all, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. That's what, I, that's what I thought. And even there's... There's an email that's like floating around on Facebook right now of one of the board of directors contacting Shades of Color okay. about this meeting. So it was an invite. Oh like, it's God. not like we just, you know, we It wasn't just some random, like, meeting. oh, we're going to crash your party. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, it wasn't that, yeah. <sighs> and our, anyway, well, our biggest shout out goes to all of our queer, brown, indigenous friends out there. Things are a struggle. 
it's still mm -hmm. a struggle um and but we love y'all we love you all and hopefully so. things will get better over time I hope and so. yeah on our post with this we will be posting links to all the organizations mentioned yep. did you want to drop any names or give us a quick shout outs to anyone else that we like should websites? tag or anything yeah like i can send you the info for uh shades of color and rarica perfect okay. uh yeah like i do have their instagram they're very active on instagram facebook um awesome. yeah yeah should we should we tag should we tag the pride edmonton page or is it completely shut down i never you know what i haven't checked because like i okay I, well let's try to we can try yeah we can try yeah, last time i checked their twitter was when when was they down. said that the meeting was canceled or like few few hours after okay they moved their meeting yeah okay we'll try to add them we'll see what happens yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do yeah. our best um and then if anyone wants to get in touch with you um just to you know just to connect with you do you want people to just like reach out to us and we'll forward them to you or that would be awesome actually Perfect. thank you okay yeah, so absolutely. if anyone wants to hook up with fatima please send us a message we will forward it for you yes um, sounds good thank yeah. you Thank you so much for doing this. Um, you all can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Queer Arabs. Um, we have an email address, thequeerarabs at gmail.com. If you want to reach out to Ahmed for the Arabic side of the podcast, um, that's thequeerarabsinarabic at gmail.com. Um, if you speak Arabic, if you want to be involved in the Arabic side or talk to Ahmed. Um, and please rate and review us on iTunes. It makes a huge difference. It helps our podcast, you know, helps it be more accessible to people. Abuse that algorithm, folks. Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Thank you so much, Fatima. This was really good. I really appreciate that you were willing to give us your time and, you know, share what's going on. I think it's super important that we're all aware. Really Thank you so it. much for having me. I appreciate this opportunity. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Alia. Thank you, Ellie. Yeah. Thank uh, you. It was really good talking to you. You should you should totally visit sometime or yes. maybe next time I'm in the States. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, let's keep in touch. We'll keep each other updated. Um, Absolutely. We Next time we're going to be anywhere near the North is World Pride in New York. So that's the other you know side what? of yeah. the continent. I know, but like anywhere near North is what north, I said. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Like I've I've been meaning to go to New York, so maybe. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Let yeah. us know. Keep yeah. us in mind. Yeah, of course. Thanks, all listeners, for listening. Bye. Bye, y'all.